0: So, as a parent of a uh, now 15 uh, 15 month old, um, I say a lot uh, in this tone. I say, um, good job. And I say, uh, thank you. And, you know, that kind of like baby talk um, all day. And I found myself at a coffee shop the other day because I'm just so used to to talking to Logan like that. I was either at a restaurant or a coffee shop, and I got my coffee, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> uh, I was working out with my girlfriend, and she did something, and I was like, oh, "Good job." And I gotta, I gotta be aware that um, I can't talk to people uh, like I talk to my 15 uh, month old. They're gonna think I'm a little. They're gonna think I'm slow or something. Anyway, uh, this episode is special in that it's my first live episode. And so um, obviously, if you're listening, you can't see them, but um, I'm doing this in the lab and uh, the lab community. Um, hopefully they're listening. I don't know what they're doing. They may be running, running errands, doing dishes, whatever you do when you're listening to a podcast. Um, but what's kind of cool is at the end of this episode, I'm going to open it up for a Q&A. And so um, if anyone jumps in, I'll have a, a live person and we'll create a, continue the dialogue that way. So it'll be a little bit longer than my normal um, 15 minute episode of, of a podcast and I'm going to do this uh, every week so if you're a part of the lab um, I hope you join me if you're not a part of the lab go to uh, Do people even say that anymore I don't know why I keep saying that it makes me sound so so analog so old uh, go to tatlab.app and then you could um, register and jump in and then uh, you could be on my podcast if you want Alright, today's episode is about um, relationship mistakes. And these are five relationship mistakes. And I I thought of things that we don't usually think of, right? They're not the, um, you know, it's not going to be communication, or communicating better. I mean, of course, uh, sure. But I'm trying to think of things that uh, may be different or fresh that you haven't thought about before, uh, or heard, because I think that's gonna, you know, it's gonna help you more. So the number one, is to allow the relationship to just um, go on its own, right? To let go of the steering wheel. I think that many people have a misconception um, that if the chemistry is strong or if there's a good connection, if you're attracted to someone, you know, the more uh, you think someone is hot, uh, the the healthier the relationship is going to be. And that is not true. Um, Relationships default to drift. So that means if you do nothing, other than encourage the feel goods and you know you make out a lot and the sex is great that's amazing um but that that still will default to drift Uh, what i mean by that is we are in our heads a lot right no relationship is perfect and as we go throughout our day we are analyzing we are jumping to conclusions we are um, catastrophizing right a lot of cognitive distortions Uh, we're comparing our relationship to other relationships, right? So all of that is happening already. And on top of that, there's the uh, the stress of life. There is, you know, daily anxiety and all the shit that we go through individually. And we're out in the world, uh, we're also gonna notice other people and be attracted to other people. And that's okay too, it just means we're human. It doesn't mean we're gonna do anything about it. Um, but just if you're alive, you're gonna find other people attractive. I mean, there's billions of people on this planet, right? Uh, So there's just going to be natural drift. And so um, if you don't make a conscious effort to grab the steering wheel, to invest, to be present, um, you know, uh, look inward, do all the things that require that are required in building a a relationship, uh, you're going to naturally drift. It's like, it's like a car where the alignment's a little off. And if you don't, fix the alignment all the time. Or if you don't, you know, if you let go of the steering wheel, it's going to kind of swerve, and uh, eventually end up um, in some kind of ditch somewhere. (laughs) So that's number one. Number one is don't allow your relationship to just go on its own, right? Um, Autopilot cruise control. Number two, and I kind of touched upon this is um, staying in your head, this is a huge relationship mistake. It's so hard to stay out of our heads, right? I mean, there there are so many things that we have to do consciously to get out of our heads and into our bodies. Um, I don't know what you do. Uh, I get on my motorcycle. I go work out. I go for a run. I do a lot of things like that, um, and and even even doing that daily, it helps a little, but it doesn't. Um, it's still hard, you know, it's like swimming up river. I think a lot of people use meditation. That's probably the, the biggest thing to kind of get out of your head. Um, but in relationships, uh, a big mistake is when you're in your head, you know, so all the distorted thinking, you know, especially early on when you're dating someone and you're just, you know, he or she didn't text me back after I did, you know, in the time that I wanted them to, and that means something, or they said this and, it, and just, us constantly um, evaluating and um, interpreting things uh, our own way, which may not be true, right? A lot of that stuff. Then we get into relation a relationship, and we continue to um, be in our heads. And so, uh, you got to get out of your head. That's, that's um, I think many can relate to that. Number three. Number three under uh, five relationship mistakes that we that we make is comparing this love experience with the previous ones and i think this is common whenever you are comparing who you are loving today with who you loved before um you're you're not doing justice to your current relationship you're actually not even in your current relationship because when you're comparing you're actually in a time machine um going back to the past right and so uh and and we've all been guilty of this um it's not fair to compare your relationship with what you had because of so many reasons. Um, But one of them that we don't really think about is we were a different person. You know, if you think about uh, what's important to you, and who you're attracted to, and why, when you're in your say, you know, 20s, or if you're in your your 20s, and you're listening to this, and maybe when you are you know, 1819, I'm pretty sure it's very different, you know, and as you grow, you know, your 30s, your 40s, it, it, different things are going to matter to you, you know, what used to matter a lot, it, it may not matter much at all. Um, you're going to move around your, um, your your love chips. Um, you're also going to be attracted to a different type of person, probably, right, because you've grown, you've evolved um, in in your 20s. And this is not everyone, but a lot of people in our 20s, you are just exploring. And and um, there's a lot of codependency, a lot of enmeshment. Um, you are just following your boner. And uh, you're defining love by by um, the chemistry, the attraction, you know, how hot someone is, or um, how something makes you feel more so than using tools. And, and I think at 20, or in your 20s, you don't, you know, you, you're just beginning that that journey, right? So there's a lot of um, losing yourself. And so when you come out of that tunnel, when you find yourself in non meetings and doing self um, work on yourself and seeing a therapist and all that. Um, and of course, a lot of that is painful. Um, but but then in your 30s, you start to have non negotiables, you start to realize that um, maybe the love that you experienced earlier was more dysfunction, you know. Um, so then you make different choices. And now you're uh, making choices more based on wisdom, based on what you feel you need, you deserve. Um, Uh, drawing boundaries, you know, uh, instead of based on something feeling good. Right. And so that means different choices, different experiences. And so um, it's not fair for you to compare your love experience today to uh, yesterday or in your 20 or whenever, because uh, you're a different person. And what matters to you now today is probably different, right? And that's a good thing. Also, uh, every love experience you have, because you are a different person, um, and the person that you're choosing to love is different, it's a whole different experience, you know? If you – because I think a lot of – because a lot of my clients and a lot lot of people, they're like, well, take something like um, sex, and they'll say, oh, this sex is better or worse than the sex I had with this other person four years ago. And if you start doing that, you're going to check out of your relationship, and you're going to start wanting um, parts of other relationships that you've had before. And then uh, that's gonna be lined with control, right? And you're going to judge your partner slash the relationship, Uh, you're going to want them to to maybe do this or do that a certain way. Uh, It's not fair to them, you know, so Comparison is just a, it's just a losing uh, a losing game. It's, it's a really big mistake in loving someone. And so instead of comparing, I think it's about acceptance. It's about, this is who I choose to love. This is where we're at. Um, and how can I build from here? You know, it's not wanting something that you had. And um, of course, that's difficult. Um But I think that ends in a cul-de-sac, wanting something that you had, right? There's a reason why um, you don't have that relationship anymore. It didn't work. That shit didn't work, (laughs) you know? And so no one's perfect. No relationship is perfect. Um, Build on what you have instead of comparing what you have to what you had, if that makes sense. All right, number five. only see the relationship as you and your partner um let me explain that because that sounds weird like well you know are you talking about like Polly? what are you talking about john um i'm talking about the uh, seeing the relationship as something greater than you if you only see the relationship as you and this other person um that's a mistake because uh you're going to be um tugging on the tug of war rope, there's going to be, um, you know, lots of the ego and 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 it, it makes the relationship. Um, I don't want to say surfacey, but it makes the relationship. Um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't launch it in the air. Say, say like you're running with a kite, okay, the kite is your relationship. And if you just see the relationship as you and your partner, um, you're not going to get the kite in the air where it kind of flies on its own, right? You're just going to be running with it, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's exhausting. If you see the relationship as there's you, there's your partner, and then there's this other thing that you and your partner are building, right? And that thing has its own legs, has its own. Um, it's like a. It's like a. a, a oh, what is it called? A hexagram a helix. No, no, no. It's, it's none of those things. Oh, I thought of it this morning. I don't I forget what it's called. But it's like, it's like this thing where, um, well, since I'm a gearhead, gearhead, let's just let's just call them pistons, right? It's like the pistons of an engine where you and your partner are pistons. And as you guys work on the relationship on and slash yourselves, uh, you form um, the you make the car move, right? And, and, and then you the pistons are parts of something greater which is the engine if that makes sense and then the engine drives the car forward and so i think the relationship is like that in um you guys are just parts of the relationship the relationship is its own living breathing thing and if it's healthy if it's thriving it makes the individual parts better and this is what uh, what i think is really fascinating powerful and many people don't think about Um, And and maybe this is, you know, me looking at relationships through more of a spiritual lens. But um, if you put in the hard work and you build something that is healthy, um, where people trust each other, and it's a space where you're vulnerable. um, And and also, it, it makes you look at your shit, you know, healthy relationships require both people to Uh, look at their own shit, you know, and you're either going to grow, or you're going to refuse that and it's going to put cracks in the relationship and and you're not going to grow. So um, if you're invested in something, and you're investing in the thing that's greater than you, once it catches air, once it kind of becomes its own thing, it starts fixing, I don't know, I don't know if I want to use that word, but it, it starts fixing the parts, it starts making the people involved in the relationship, a better version of themselves. And I think this is the beauty of Um, Any relationship, it's not just um, intimate relationships, it's friendships, it's, uh, you know, mentorships, it's, uh, you know, family with family members, whoever, Um, any relationship, where two people are investing, um, and they're checking their egos, and they see the relationship as something greater than themselves, um, that relationship can take flight and become really powerful, and end up changing both people. Anyway, anyway, to see the relationship as just you and your partner, I think is a mistake. I think you have to see the relationship um, as something greater than you. And you're, you're doing a lot of work for the relationship, um, because it's greater than you. It's like when you have children, you know, if you if you believe you own your child. um, I mean, good luck, you know, Uh, you you have to see your child as uh, something outside of self it's the child it's own, its own person right its own opinions and and you are um you are feeding you are changing diapers you're you know educating and you're creating a space for the child to grow um and then the child's going to eventually um um it's it's going to be it's going to be greater than um just your child if that makes sense and i think the relationship it's the same way where um you you're not trying to control it you're not trying to um I just realized I uh, only did four. Okay, that was that was uh, I, I skipped one. Anyway, okay, so let me do the last one before I run out of time. Um, I think you guys got what I meant by the relationship being greater than you. Um, number four, which I think I skipped is um, to try to change your partner. So that's a huge mistake. We all do it to a certain extent, right? So, uh, uh, unconsciously, because we have this outline this blueprint of how we want someone to be the person doesn't match that blueprint and we're trying to change this person. Um, It's exhausting. It's a lot of heavy lifting. Um, Life is too short. Uh, You can express, of course, your needs, what you want. um, But to actually try to change someone, I I don't you know, I don't believe in changing people, Um, the person is going to change if they want to, right. And so when it comes to uh, relationships, there's there's this pattern. I have a, a, a lot of clients who they uh, only date fixer uppers. It's like flipping houses, right? They're they're not gonna get, they're not gonna get a house that's like perfect. Um, they want to get a house that is <laughs> um, not like a shithole, but um, has potential. Uh, but they want to come and they're gonna renovate it and flip it. And uh, they approach uh, people, I, I don't I think they, I don't think they know this uh, consciously, but then we have sessions, and then it comes out, they're like, Oh, this is what I'm doing. And it's a bad pattern. Um, part of it is feeling uh, like Superman or the savior that you found someone um, who you see potential in. And if they could only be like this, or you know, th- these couple little changes, then they're going to be amazing. And so you go in trying to uh, repair you go in trying to remodel and it doesn't work out you know um so if you are that person uh ask yourself why you go for people that you're trying to fix like what's that mean to you usually it brings you value and that's why you do it and if you were to find someone who is uh, who you're not trying to fix that brings a lot of anxiety and resistance in you so that's something that you got to work through um But that pattern I find a lot a lot of of people trying to um, date potential and then trying to quote unquote fix or change their partner. Uh, So one of the one of the greatest mistakes in relationships is you believing that you could change your partner. You can't Um, (laughs) let that go. Uh, Allow yourself, uh, allow your partner to change, you know, they're on their own journey. Uh, You don't own them, you don't own the relationship. Uh, and also, you know, if you have, here's the other thing, if you have the power to control and change your partner, um, that's not sustainable, like what's going to happen is that dynamic, it, it's, it's, it, you're going, you're going to eventually, um, one person is going to eventually outgrow that, right, and then it's its just not going to work. So let me just recap real quick, five relationship mistakes. Um, oh, wait, let me hit the mute someone five relationship mistakes. One, um, don't just let it go on its own. Because drift is a default. We naturally drift Uh, Two, stay out of your head. If you're in a relationship now, uh, ask yourself if you're you're doing these things, right? Um, How much are you doing these things? So cognitive distortions get out of your head. Uh, Three, don't compare this love. Oh, wait, these are mistakes comparing this love experience to previous ones, right? That's a mistake. Um, it's also not fair. And then uh, four, trying to change your partner, even if it's subtle, if you're passive aggressive, it's a mistake, it's exhausting. It's not sustainable. And then the fifth relationship mistake that we make is um, seeing the relationship as just you and your partner, that it's not greater than yourselves. You got to see the relationship as something that is greater than uh, the parts. And if you do, and you build a healthy one, um, and and I know no relationship is perfect, but if you build a healthy one, uh, then it's going to make its parts better. All right, guys, um, I'm going to open it up now. So if you have a question about uh, what I just talked about, or if it's something just you just have a question in general, um, then you could ask it. I just want to remind you, uh, that um, your voice will be on this episode. <laughs> so just FYI, now you can see anonymous, right? You don't have to use your name, but um, if you don't mind that your voice is on this episode, then um, ask away. So what I'll do is uh, um, just put your hand up. If I see a little a yellow hand, I'll call on you. Um, and, and also, let me just wait a few seconds. If there are no questions, that's okay too. I just want to um, give this time uh, to the people who are in the room. Uh, because I am, this is the first day that I'm doing my podcast, quote unquote, live in the lab. No questions, guys? If you have, oh, got a w- one question. I, was, I almost said your name. Sorry. All right. Let me unmute you or unmute yourself. Go ahead. Hey, John. Yeah. Hey. And, uh, my name's Chris. That's OK to use. Um, OK. But the question was um, I think I've committed all those mistakes listed. Mm-hmm. And as I'm single right now, I find myself like realizing that my ex said there were all these things that I should have been working on when we were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was just like not willing to see them. Um, but what I just, what I find now is um, trying to realize like, oh, I wanna get from point A to point B, but like, do I stay single during that time? Or like, when will I know that I've gotten to the point where, you know, I'm at a good place right or as it's as like working on the things or do you grow with someone or do you yeah. just wait until you get the end? yeah that's a great question um thank you for asking that i think i think many uh have that question um you don't wait to the end because what <laughs> so like you know my book single on purpose um it doesn't say single forever right um this this idea of like okay when i'm perfect when i've checked all the boxes when i don't do these things anymore then i'm ready um, I don't believe in that, you know. I because I th- you also don't know when you're going to meet someone, right? What if you meet right. someone tomorrow who's amazing? You're not going to be like, okay, hold up, let let me go work on this and come back. Um, you just get on that. You just get on that train, right? So, I think you actively while you're single, um, reflect, uh, you know, examine the black box. Uh, whether you're doing therapy or you're, you know, taking classes in the lab, reading stuff, whatever you're doing, um, actively working, looking inward and working on yourself, uh, doing a scan. It seems like you're doing this now doing a scan of where you fall short, like these things you're like, I've, I've done a lot of that. And then actively working on that. Um, but also being open to meeting anyone new. And then when you do, um, keeping that dialogue going, right. Um, not on the first date, obviously, but as you guys get to know each other, um, doing it together, you know, because whoever you meet, uh, he or she is not perfect. They're on their journey as well. So it's like, Hey, um, I like you, we're building something. Here are the things that, um, I've done in the past that I'm changing about myself. And, and by the way, that's sexy. You know, that's really sexy when, when you meet someone and they're like, I wanna do something different this time. I don't know about you, but I like you and I want this to be a different love experience. Here's all the shit I've done in the past. Here's what I'm working on. Um, and then it, it's also a great test to see if that other person is saying, hey, here's what I'm doing. You know? And I think um, we rarely do that. I think we play chess. I think we keep things very kind of secret to ourselves. And um, I think it's more powerful if you're transparent about it. So yeah, I think whoever you meet, if you feel that you're, you wanna invest in this person, um, put it on the table you know here 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 and also it's going to get them to know more about you you know cool yeah Yeah. that makes sense yeah so the short answer is to grow together (laughs) that's that's my answer yeah thanks chris i appreciate it all right guys thanks for listening and uh i will um see you back um i'm going to do this once a week so i will um hopefully see you guys next week all right guys um be well.